0: Hello, and welcome to the Star Wars Universe podcast. Today we're kicking off a special project. Um, we're going to be covering the last season, Season 7, of The Clone Wars. This launched recently, and we're still going to be continuing our Clone Wars rewatch, in which we're currently in Season 2. But because this has just launched on the Disney Plus channel, and a lot of folks are talking about it, and frankly, I couldn't wait to watch it anymore, um, I decided that we're going to do a special project starting today, where every day, me and Paul Hoppy who um, Superhero Ethics fans will remember. He was the original host of Superhero Ethics and has been uh, uh, on that pod a couple of times, as well as, I believe, on at least one Star Wars episode. He and I are every day going to watch one episode and then record a short podcast about it. So um, today we'll start that series. And just to let you know, if you have not yet seen these episodes uh, and don't want to be spoiled, please just skip them. We'll clearly mark them as, you know, new season in the title. Um, you can keep watching, keep listening to the rewatch of... The Clone Wars, um, and when we get up to Season 7, I'm sure we'll record on those as well, and you can always go back and listen to these again. But for those of you who have seen the newest season of Clone Wars, for those of you who are curious about it um, and don't mind being spoiled, or for just those who love hearing people talk about Star Wars, here we are, and we're going to talk to you about it right after this commercial break that we have no control over. Welcome back to you. It's Good to have you. Uh, you and I really got started with our ethical discussions back when we were kids, talking about Star Wars all the time. So I'm, I'm I'm really psyched to have you you with me for this journey.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here.
0: Um, and and I'm just gonna jump right off and say, like, you know, it it has its problems, obviously, but this is the first really good Star Wars content I've seen in a long time, and I am I am so happy about it. Just from this first episode, it makes me feel like. Okay, this This is the kind of stuff I've been wanting for a while. Um, I'm looking forward to to where the season's going to take us.
1: Mm, I, I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, I'd say The Mandalorian is, is pretty good. Oh, yeah.
0: okay, yeah, actually, no, for you. Yeah. Mandalorian fantastic.
1: <laughs> but uh, in, aside from that, yes.
0: <laughs> it, in some ways, I feel like Mandalorian is very, very good, but feels very different from the tone yeah, of everything else. For sure. And this does, you know... It's so
1: of... separate, too, in terms of yeah. timeline and...
0: Mandalorian is, is rated R. Right. And the rest of that has been PG to PG-13. This is clearly back in the PG if not quite G category, yes. but 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 hop level. Yes. Um and let's just start with just kind of grounded a bit. You're the one who got me into Clone Wars to begin with. What what do you really like about the Clone Wars show itself?
1: Uh I mean, so I, I like the whole ensemble, even like beyond ensemble cast. It's like an ensemble of ensembles, the yeah. the sort of breadth of it. Um, you know, the fact that it doesn't just focus on one um, individual or one little group in their storyline, it it really fills out the universe, um, but also the clones and how different they are from one another. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I, I really think that's true. And I know, um, this episode, uh, this episode, I think really highlights that. Yeah. Um, and it, it was something that, You know, I love. I always think it's interesting when people say that Star Wars isn't very morally complex, um, right? Because to me, it really is. Like it it paints in black and whites of you know the dark side and the like, Mm -hmm. but then it really goes a lot deeper into showing all the gray that surrounds all that. And I always felt like the Clone Wars TV show really did one in the Star Wars canon one of the best jobs of that. Um, That's part of why I'm super excited for this new season.
1: Yeah, it. I mean, even just in this episode, there's like I mean it's hard to not, you know, get into superhero ethics sort of tone, but like Yeah you know, things like the the droids. I mean it's like the droids they just go around killing droids all the time or destroying or whatever. And you know, some some of the droids, like the little ladybug looking droids with the big red eyes, like they're cute. And yeah. <laughs> you know. Um and then, you know, the aliens too are are, are very like, the the original Star Wars movies, I think there's something to be said for the idea that, like, the Empire is, like, very human, and they see um, aliens as being very other, but in the Clone Wars, there's, I think there's a little bit of a feeling sometimes, like, um, you don't see a lot of humans in the, the separatist um, yeah. sort of camp.
0: Yeah, you see a couple, um, you know, Dooku, obviously, I believe right. is supposed to be human. Um, uh, 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 some of the other, like the bank, some of the banking clan people like Clovis are. But yeah, no, mostly it, it's much more a whole bunch of aliens. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. And I, I will say it was one of the few things about this episode that I was a little disappointed by. Um, the one thing I never liked about the Clone Wars TV shows um, is, is the way that the... The battle droids, especially, mm. are just played as comic relief and laughs right. so much, and- while getting wrecked.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: And like, yeah. one thing I kind of liked so much about the TV show The Mandalorian is that in that the battle droids just look terrifying.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's and- a murder- It's a Terminator. Like, yeah, it's a Terminator. It's scary. That's a very scary idea, and, and they're played off as comic relief. Some of them. Some of them are supposed to be more scary, but yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and so, when we had the Roger Roger and Pratt Falls uh, of the uh, droids in this, I was not wild about that. But everything right. else I thought was... Um, but yeah, us so let's, let's get into this episode. Um, and just for a quick summary for those who maybe saw it a couple weeks ago, or just, again, aren't going to watch it, but want to just kind of hear us talk about it. Um, in this one, we find out that um, the Republic is in the middle of a big battle on a planet called Axios, I think. Um, I want to say Axios, but that's not quite right. Right. <laughs> um, uh and they realize that they're losing the battle in part because it seems like the empire the separatists are somehow outsmarting them they always know how to react to the perfect plan um rex has a theory that it's because of some that they have some kind of like uh computer thing happening and that it might even be echo one of the old clones who died early in the show uh but has always been sort of fondly remembered and and you know mourned by the other clones yeah and so they assemble a team of clones which includes a number of uh, what they call the Bad Bunch, which were all kind of like genetic misfits or you know kind of misprints of clones. But in many cases where they tried to genetically engineer them and did great things, but also some some bad results. And so Rex and Cody, along with this team of misfits um, and one other two what they call regs, regular clones, go behind enemy lines, um, penetrate into the um, cyber center, they call it, the place for like the droid uplink. And they find out that there is the algorithm that they think is controlling all the droid um, strategy is a live signal coming from another planet that they think is connected to uh, their missing person, Echo. Um, and that's where we end. So, yeah, what, what did you uh, – what's your take on this episode?
1: Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I really appreciate that in the Return of the Clone Wars series, the first episode really focuses on clones – you know, and not on Skywalker or, you know, Windu or or whoever else. Um, you know, in the original Clone Wars series, they had the first episode. Really, I mean, it's Yoda-centric. And I think in the original series, they kind of probably had to do something more like that to really bring viewers in. But yeah. it was very much still about those clones who were there. Who I think was, was Rex one of them and Cody? Yeah, and Rex and Cody right? were two
0: of the main yeah. people really developed in that uh in that show.
1: Yeah. So this episode kind of um I I feel like sort of brings back that idea of, you know, here we actually have a, a couple of clones that we've known for the whole series, and they're introducing this bad I thought it was bad batch, but
0: Yeah, bad um, batch, right.
1: Right. Um so you know, and I think they're all voiced by the same guy, D. Bradley Baker. Um who's yes. a, a legendary voice a- actor who also did Appa and Momo in, uh, and other voices in The Last Airbender. My favorite series, now on Netflix. Anyway, um, <laughs> can we say... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't sponsored by Disney, right? So, <laughs> no, <laughs> they've had a little bit of a conflict uh, with one another. But anyway, um, and I actually didn't hear his voice because I listened to it in Spanish and German. But, um, but from what I understand, like, he... I mean, the clones should basically have the same voice, right? Or the same actor, because they're literally clones. But at the same time, there has to be differentiation between them. And so I think this episode made a good choice in terms of having these clones that are more obviously, more overtly unlike one another. But uh, that kind of really just sort of echoes the point that the other um, clones are also not perfect you know they're genetic clones right and they had a very similar experience growing up basically literally being bred for combat which you know that has its own uh moral questions um i wouldn't even say questions but um (laughs) you know but like no two living beings have the same experience right even if they're experiences that are very similar like They were in physically different places at every point in their lives. And even if they were observing the same phenomenon, it's like it's just not exactly the same. And so, um, you know, the sort of the the fact that everyone's different, even though they're, you know, nominally clones, even though they're genetically clones, um, I, I think was a really important thing to kind of reintroduce in this new season, especially since it's like so far removed from the previous seasons.
0: Yeah, I I would very much agree with you, and I'm th- I believe it is that exact same actor, and I'm thrilled they got him back because he is. I the first time I watched this, um, I had to double check that it really was the same actor because mm. he, he does so many different voices, yeah, and and in some ways that's perfect because yeah it. it you know it's the idea that all these characters have the same genetically engineered voice box and larynx right. and all that yeah but that the voice comes out of the character and mm-hmm. there there have been other scenes in the show where you had uh clones talking to each other and arguing with each other but this one especially like it's probably eighty percent of the dialogue is the clones talking to each other yeah and I don't know how, like I don't I, I don't know how that works in the recording studio like if you just do all <laughs> the lines of one character and then all the lines of the other or if he's just like talking to himself into a microphone for 10 minutes or whatever. I is. mean, if
1: it's the latter, it would be really fun to watch that, like without the animation, I have to oh, say. God,
0: yeah. <laughs> but whatever it is, it is an incredible bit of voice acting. Yeah. I think you're right. And it's, um, yeah, it really, I think, makes the show, because I feel like it, you know, I, I often watch when I'm doing other, th- like I'm, I'm focused on it entirely, but I'm, I'm doing things that don't require any mental focus, like washing the dishes or, or working out. And so sometimes my eyes aren't always on the screen 100% of the time, mm-hmm. but I can always tell exactly which clone is talking. Right. Um, and that I think that's just a real a, a real mark of it. And I, I think you're right. It's a good way to start off the show again, especially because here, you know, we are now at the point of the story where we're really getting up to the events of the the last of the prequel movies, Order 66, in which the clones all turn on the Jedi. Yeah. And so I feel like having the clones start to, you know, not be seen with the Jedi, but kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And in one case here, um, Rex wants to tell the Jedi about his suspicion about Echo, but chooses not to. Yeah, or he doesn't even want to. Anakin thinks he's got something to say, and right? To the secret. Yeah, I-, I think it's a great way of foreshadowing that, like, maybe these two groups aren't as you know, kind of buddy buddy as they once were.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're not so hand in glove um and yeah that that moment early on where anakin's like like i know you have something to say but he doesn't really press him on it but it's just clear that he's got some suspicion like that he sort of feels like i mean it feels sort of like a force thing because it's like it's anakin but it could also just be like a you know human read kind of thing but um but it's clear that that's bothering rex and that anakin's like there's something more, but that Rex doesn't want to say it and that there's not maybe this level of trust of wanting to be completely transparent um, on both sides.
0: Yeah. Now, And just on that subject. Um, so obviously it's building towards order 66. Um, this is um, group 99. I That's some fairly unsubtle foreshadowing, right? Or am I looking too much into it? Is it just that 99 is a cool number?
1: That, makes some sense um i don't know <laughs> yeah it um
0: I, it struck me as really unsubtle but if it didn't hit you that way then maybe i'm just looking too much into it
1: yeah uh, that that makes sense <laughs> I, I doubt it was accidental i mean yeah. it, you know in in the german it's like 99, which is like the number of red balloons and um you know <laughs> but <laughs> um But, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, it is literally the same number upside down. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I, I'd be curious, like, it's the thing is like that we're not going to like get an episode showing like what all of these characters are doing during Revenge of the Sith, right? Like, to me,
0: I, I, I doubt it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like some of, some of those things would be the most interesting, like what, you know, The characters that are main characters in the Clone Wars, like, I wish that, like, the clone attacks had them in it, you know, like, instead of basically a bunch of just, like, random clones that we, I mean, I don't, I I have not rewatched the prequel trilogy, um, Mm -hmm. but none of the clones really have any individual personality in either of the, those, the two movies with clones, do they?
0: that that's correct uh commander it's either cody or rex i'm looking it up right now but i believe it um uh uh it is commander cody who is featured um uh yeah commander cody appears in the second movie and um when order 66 is given in the third movie it's given to commander cody okay so he definitely does appear and he definitely has uh um you know a role to play i see um um but we're not so sure about some of the others. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it, it's funny because what it makes me think of is, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, I and I think you as well have often said that it's like kind of frustrating that we have all these great TV shows that yeah. seem to appear in that world, but then none of those characters cross over. Um. You know, like I really wanted to see like what Matt Murdock was doing during the Sokovia Accord Civil War. And stuff Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And totally. I I feel like it's kind of the same thing here, and I I get why it's hard, but it is a little um. And in this case I think the Clone Wars TV show at least most of it came after the attack of the clone the third movie. Um but yeah still it would be nice to have a little bit more of that crossover. Um I will say You think wait is,
1: after the third movie or after the second?
0: I think I, yeah because I don't um there's six seasons and I'm pretty sure there were not six there were not six years in between the second and third movie.
1: Right. But they're not necessarily um... I mean, I don't think – none of them take place after the third movie, right? I mean
0: – No, no, no. I, I'm just saying that that might be why you don't have those characters appearing in the third movie because they like
1: – Oh, yeah.
0: Their story hadn't really been told yet.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 doesn't surprise me that – I mean, the, I thought the Clone Wars actually started after Revenge of the Sith, did it? Or – or was it before? Uh, you
0: may be right I'm looking it up. So Attack of the Clones yeah. was two thousand two, Revenge yeah. of the Sith was two thousand five, yeah. And Clone Wars TV show. I know the movie definitely came out in between the two. Oh the
1: yeah, the, the clone yeah.
0: Yeah, Clone Wars TV show starts in two thousand eight. So oh, okay. it's, it's much later than all of that. Yeah, them. yeah.
1: Um and the Clone Wars movie really didn't actually highlight the clones very much at all.
0: Yeah, it, it it highlights the idea that there are differences between them, but yeah. much more it's about um, yeah, where it, it's just kind of a dumb movie, like, <laughs> Frank. Um.
1: It's just so much worse than the series. I mean, the series is great, and the movie like yeah. Eh. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure. It's, it's definitely true, and and even I mean, the series ramps up like. I yeah, mean, we yeah, season the entire one's series, not. The first, episode, the first season of the series is pretty rough. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, that's, you know, first season of Star Wars mm-hmm. Next Generation was rough. Like it, That happened a lot. Star,
1: Star Trek? Star,
0: Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, as the person who, who um does a podcast on Star Wars, the frequency with which I mix up the words Star Wars <laughs> and Star Trek is very high. I, I'm
1: sure that offends nobody, though, so, Yeah, no, you know. I'm sure, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> Um, certainly not that I started the Star Wars cast because <clears throat> my friends who do a Star Trek universe cast on the same Stranded, pod, stranded Panda podcast network that yeah. they're on... We're bashing Star Wars a little bit, and so oh. I thought they had to start this as a response. So yeah. it's yeah. great that I can't keep them straight. Right. I mean, I
1: think you should troll them on purpose by always <laughs> calling Star Trek Star Wars on your podcast. I mean, um, basically the
0: same thing. Um, right. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. You know, so yeah, when the clones got on the Enterprise, what did you, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, <laughs> what, what else did you like about this episode or, or at least you think was worth commenting on?
1: Um, on. So I think the, the surrendering droids and then Wrecker just killing them, like, stabbing them in the back, literally, in one instance, yeah. I think, is, like, I mean, they're surrendering, like, they're not, those aren't, like, fighting droids, right? But, like, on the other hand, it's, like, they are probably able to transmit, like, I don't know exactly how all the technology works, but it seems like they should be able to transmit signal, like, right, right, without being, like, plugged into something, so, um, but I'm not sure, but, um, yeah. So like I get it, but on the other hand, it's like it's just it's just interesting how like depersonized the droids are, and how you know um, how much the the clones are people.
0: Yeah, I and I thought I thought that was interesting, especially because like like if one of them like tech or one of the ones, like who were you know had made an argument of, hey, wait a minute, like it'd be nice to keep these drone. Cl- uh, droids as prisoners, right? But we can't because they're going to broadcast something. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that'd be an interesting argument, right? I don't think Wrecker has that level of high thought. Like, <laughs> no, not so
1: they're much. They're the enemy.
0: I kill them. Right? Um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Which I think at first I thought I was going to be annoyed by it. I think right now I'm really liking that that character. Yeah, because to me he is exactly what the the Kaminoans you know created him to be. Right, right. right. They they feel like you know we've already felt that the clones are a little bit too warlike. He's kind of like what happens if we dial his strength, you know, he's, you yeah. know so we basically give him like Hulk serum for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, we just max out his attributes and Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, but that also like, you know, max down his, you know, max up his rage. Yeah. His
1: right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it it makes a nice contrast with the other clones. It's like however, whatever you think of any individual, the, there's always another individual who can give you perspective right on, you know, sort of where where the what the ends of the spectrum really are, kind of.
0: Yeah. What's your take on uh, Echo possibly being alive and where all that's going?
1: Um, I feel like probably, you know? I mean, either, yeah. like, there's a bunch of different possibilities, but it's like that seems likely, you know, and, like, maybe is, uh, like, imprisoned or, like, basically, I don't know. I kind of picture him being hooked up to some machine type thing, you know, that's like yeah. – Um, extracting, you know, uh, thoughts from from his mind or whatever. Um, That seems a little torturous and, like, he'll probably die for real now if he's not dead, like, in the next episode. I mean, I haven't watched it, but, um, I mean, it's funny because I I kind of was a little worried that this episode maybe wouldn't have enough to talk about because it pretty much just, like, sets up whatever's going to happen in the next. It's like that classic, you know... Part one just introducing a mystery
0: um, yeah and like' for people who haven't seen the show in twelve years or eight years whatever it is bringing everyone back into the conversation
1: yeah, and I mean, I thought it was nice looking and I feel like Anakin like looks a little different, but um, overall it, it lines up pretty much with the aesthetic of the show and um, you know it just it felt like a good uh, a good start to you know I want to see where it goes like I want to see the next episode
0: yeah I, 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 I'm with you there. I, um, I I will say about Echo, I have a hope, which I, I don't think the show is going to do, but I would think it would be amazing if it did. Um, Some of the episodes that I always loved mo- most about the original show were the ones where it showed particular clones, like, mm. questioning whether they want to fight for the Republic anymore. Yeah, or yeah. Like, acknowledging that the Jedi—and and so there's a part of me that is kind of hoping that, that maybe Echo is somewhat willingly doing what he's doing. Yeah. That maybe he, yeah. like— that he feels like, you know, the Republic left him behind to die. Or, right. you know, that he... And, and maybe he was, like, you know, force-conditioned by this, by the mm-hmm. Sith. But, like, I would love it if maybe on some level he's willingly working against the Republic. Right. And, and when our heroes have to confront that, yeah. like, at first they're like, oh, that's fucked up. That's terrible. But maybe that starts to sow the doubts that lead to Order 66. Yeah. Um, I, and I guess I just, it, it has always been my biggest fru- one of my many, many frustrations with uh, Attack of the Sith. <laughs> Or a revenge revenge of the Sin. Sin, yeah. is it? order 66 seems to come so much out of nowhere yeah yeah and so i'd love it if this was about kind of like the growing resentment and doubts among some of the clones that, mm-hmm. that was a thing that happened over the season
1: yeah like the idea that they're not that it's not just that they're like literally programmed with the microchip in their brain it's like that there actually is some some support for for that like actually like naturally like that then they're not like because in in season six when um uh, what's his name, um, like, kills the Jedi, and then it turns out that he's got the the chip in his brain, and it, after that, he's not, like, just like, oh, I'm good, you know? He's, like, all messed up. Um, and maybe that's because it was ma- m- malfunctioning or whatever, but I think it's also, he's not just, like, accepting that that's the, you know, that, like, he did a thing that he was literally programmed to do, but then... He wasn't really equipped with how to deal with having done that thing because it yeah. didn't fit with the rest of his um, persona, with the rest of, of his, his mind, basically. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and to your point, you know, I mean, I love the Clone Wars series, but like, do you have a clear idea what the Clone Wars themselves are about? Like, why do the separatists want to be separate? And like, why is the Republic so bent on fighting against that?
0: I do and and it, oh. it's I feel like the Clone Wars TV show does a very good job of of drawing it out. You mm-hmm. know, I wish they'd done it more, but the movie did a terrible job of it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um but it's basically as I understand it, it's that um you know, the <clears throat> it's a combination of two things. One is that it's the the corruption of the republic and of the Jedi and the, the sort of growing sense of yeah coruscant as this corrupt nothing gets done nothing you know that yeah. all these little border skirmishes are happening and the republic never comes to help them um but and in some ways actually this is kind of a perfect metaphor of the american revolution mm. but that it's also mostly being driven by separatist capitalists who, right you know the banking clan and the trade federation who want to be able to make a lot more money by exploiting other by basically being colonialists and exploiting other worlds and the um <clears throat> the republic is holding the back somewhat right um, and as for why the republic feels like they have to, um, I, I think the – like, again, and I don't know how much this is what's really writing or if I'm head-cannoning yeah, <laughs> yeah, them yeah. being better writers. Yeah. But I think the implication is supposed to be that it's kind of a, well, we're a republic. We're always supposed to be a republic. And, and that part of the problem is that they never really stop and ask, should we be fighting this? And they kind of get carried along by the – by their own hubris and their own yeah. sense of, like, we can't be wrong – and that that's exactly what the Sith are taking such good advantage of.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's like the Separatists are like clearly like the bad guys because, you know, they're run by Sith, right? But like mm-hmm. like we're told that basically by – I mean, although like are they? Like they are because like Dooku – which is weird that yeah. – um, like it would be nice if they kind of had more of a clear separate motivation, which I mean I think you just you, you just laid out pretty well, which is its own – you know evil yet widely accepted motivation of like yeah. people doing things in the real world or nations doing things in the real world but like that doesn't make the republic just like good because they're the jedi and you know or right. they have the jedi and they use the light side of the force and whatever it's like you know it it's it it can be you know i mean it's violence against violence and it's um it really is i think fairly complicated and um you know, the question of, like, what side do you want to be on? Like, I mean, the clones are literally born into one side. And the right. idea of one or some of them actually asking themselves, like, is this the right side to be on? I think is a, is a very good question.
0: Right. And 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 yeah, it, I mean, it it comes back to it's always been one of my biggest complaints about the movies is that Count Dooku was a Sith who was working for Sidious all along. Yeah. Because to me if Count Dooku is someone who genuinely believes in the separatist cause and genuinely believes that the Republic is corrupt and screwed Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and yet has been um, manipulated by, you know, the Sith. Like, that's such a more interesting story. Yeah, absolutely. I would love it if, if, I don't think, I think by this point the Clone Wars is just about over, like it's wrapping up. Yeah. Um, But I would certainly love it if we get more of that story explored here. Um, Yeah, me too. So we're at about 30 minutes. I want to kind of keep these pretty short, which for you and I is a Herculean task.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. no, this was a success, 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but any kind of last thoughts or comments?
1: Uh, no, I think uh, I think we pretty much covered everything that I was thinking. And...
0: Sounds good. All right, well, uh, uh, thank you, Paul. I'm looking forward to doing this again tomorrow. And for those of you who stuck around for this, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to try and uh, knock one of these episodes out every day. We might miss a day or two based on schedules, but hopefully we should wrap up the... Um, the full show in the next two two weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, I'll also say, if you're interested in other Star Wars content, of course, please check out the other things on, on this episode, on uh, this podcast. You can also check out our sister podcast that we mentioned, that I run, um, the uh, Superhero Ethics, in which we discuss, uh, kind of go deep on ethical questions. We cover Star Wars, Star Trek, the MCU, DC Universe, Magic the Gathering, uh, Avatar, which Paul mentioned, uh, even Ozark, the TV show on Netflix. We're <laughs> going to have an episode on that coming out pretty soon. Um, and, and, and all of those plus a whole lot of great other podcasts can be found on the Stranded Panda Podcast Network so let us know what you think you can find us on Facebook or Twitter all that information is going to be in the show notes we'd love to hear from you um, if you see the next episodes uh, let us know what you think uh, we can read your comment and air and talk about it just please make sure to title it um, so you know you send an episode saying you know here's thoughts about the third episode so we know not to read it before, um, before uh, we get to it ourselves but yeah, that email, our Twitter, our Facebook, all that are in the show notes. Please check that out. Leave a review if you like us and uh...